everybody welcome to perennial single bitch uh, i'm your host andrea now today's topic is a very popular one it is why do men cheat uh i chose to do this topic because i i know i have to you can't have a podcast about relationships and not touch on this now when i was on the stephen and chris show talking about relationships this was the most popular topic Regardless if you were single, married, divorced, this was the most popular topic amongst women. They want to know a very simple question. Why? Why? What did this woman have? Was she prettier than me? Was she smarter than me? Was she better in bed? We internalize. It breaks our hearts. And we also just can't figure it out because we feel like we were doing everything that we possibly could in our relationship. We also, in our mind, think... I would never cheat on you. There's no man out there, no matter how rich or good looking, that I would cheat on you. So we are baffled by this behavior. We're trying to figure it out. And I'll tell you why. After all the research I did, which is pretty much what I did for all the segments, what I would do is I would get the topic and then I would research the hell out of it and then compile all the best and worst information so we could have that discussion. And uh, I've compiled a list as to the reasons why men cheat. And I'll tell you something right now, ladies. It's never what you think. It's not even close to what you think. Stop internalizing and pointing the finger at yourself. It's not you. You may have something to do with it, but it's not 100% your fault. And I'm saying this only because a lot of times, you know, if there's uh, infidelity in a relationship and, you know, he, of course, is apologetic and he begs, baby, 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 please don't go. And she stays and they talk about it at nauseam and he makes promises and she also decides to take it upon herself to be a better partner. And that could mean having more sex, letting him do the things to you that you said you weren't going to do. So maybe you got a ball gag in your mouth and you're doing anal and... You're doing all kinds of stuff and you're cooking more and you're being nicer and you're watching the game and you're making sandwiches for his friends. Like women will do that so that they can keep their man happy at home. What they don't understand is none of that stuff matters. None of it matters. It's a nice gesture. You can do it. You can, I don't know if it'll last, but you can do it. But the real reason for him cheating has nothing to do with you not being a great woman. So here are the reasons, the best of the reasons that I have researched and found. Now, take a listen. So the first one is, he is a natural born liar. I don't know about you, but I've dated this motherfucker. He couldn't tell the truth and he has never told you the truth. And from the beginning of your relationship, it has been a lie. He did not tell you the real story about why him and his ex broke up. And he will never tell you why. And if you're dating a guy who has never been faithful to any woman that he has ever dated... Guess what? He's not going to tell you that. He's going to tell you all kinds of other things, though. He loves you. You're the best. He wants to marry you. You're the woman of his dreams. But he will not tell you that he has issues with, with infidelity. He will not tell you that. Very few men will tell you that. So that's the first thing. So, again, that's not your fault. That's a person who has an issue, who's insecure about who they are. And But we'll discuss more. So the next reason was he seeks confidence. Now, maybe your guy feels sexy and cool. And he wants to feel sexy and cool like he did when he first started dating you. So when another girl flirts with him and shows him attention, it feeds what? His ego. That nasty little beast. And that could be it. It's just that you guys are now in a groove. 
and you're comfortable in that groove. You maybe have a couple kids, you live in the suburbs, you got bills to pay, you're planning your next vacation. And one thing that goes away once you get into a solid relationship is that kind of butterfly feeling you get in the very beginning, that anticipation before you have sex or before the first kiss, that, that energy. That is something that is replaced with, you know, something else in a long-term relationship, but it's still something that's very desirable. So if he's seeking confidence, maybe he doesn't feel as sexy. Maybe he doesn't feel as cool. Maybe he he's looking at his life and this is not what he saw for himself sitting in the suburbs with two kids screaming at him driving a minivan, right? And he's seeking that confidence that he still, he still got it, right? He still has it. I think whenever I see an old man in a sports car um, driving down the street in clothes that's, you know, a little bit too tight or too young and he's got a girl who looks like she's his granddaughter in the passenger seat, I'm like, that's a person who's seeking confidence, He's trying to be confident. He's trying to come off as confident. And he thinks these things make him look confident. We're all laughing at him, but you understand what I'm my point. Now, another reason that a lot of different um, publications noted, which I thought was really interesting, was that he has immature friends, right? If his friends are still immature boys or bros, they might encourage him to cheat on you because it would be fun or cool. Now, I thought this was really strange. Just, But I, I realized when I was thinking about this, I was using my woman brain. I'm like, you're so weak that your friends can get you to, do, to cheat on your girls. So if they're all jumping off the bridge, you're going to jump off the bridge too. But then I, started, I stopped and I thought, well, think about, I've been to Vegas quite a few times. A lot of people go to Vegas for their birthday party, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties. And I've seen those situations where all of a sudden everybody's whooped up in a frenzy. It's exciting. They've got some very scantily clad, attractive women who are coming on to them. Um, and it's not something that was planned, but there's this opportunity to have this wild night as you are away from home and far away from your partner. And I think sometimes those things can happen. So, and the friends can definitely be an influence just as those friends could be like, dude, don't do it. They could also maybe push him to be like, go for it, dude. You only live once. You know, the bro code, he's never going to rat on you. Never going to rat on you. So that's another reason that was given. The only reason I recoiled from that initial, uh, reading that initially was like, I just, it just felt really juvenile. I felt like, well, maybe for a guy who's under 30, perhaps that's more of a not like, maybe that will happen. But, you know, immaturity doesn't necessarily have a, an age. So uh, this could happen to anybody. Anyway, so the next one, number four, is he is emotionally damaged. Men can go through just as much emotional trauma as women. And I think sometimes we are guilty of thinking that guys don't feel like we do. However, when he doesn't deal with it, it gets suppressed. And that hurt can manifest in selfish behavior and impulsive behavior such as cheating. Uh, as soon as I read this, uh, a guy that I dated popped into my head. He had a lot of family issues um, and he didn't tell me all of them, but I was aware that he had family issues. I did not put two and two together that his issues with his mom and his dad would result in him not having the ability to be faithful in a relationship. I didn't connect those two because again, I didn't grow up in his household. I didn't see everything. I don't know what he was put through and it's not, I'm not his therapist. I'm his girlfriend. I'm not there to lie him on a couch and ask him a million questions. But after reading it, after stepping back and letting the, when, you know, when the hurt feelings and the tears dried up, I realized that there was a lot more at play and it was, it didn't have anything to do with me. It really didn't. It was something that he grew up with, a hurt that he felt 
and he was just acting that out and it was he wasn't going to stop being that person until he dealt with those issues right so know that ladies and but at the same time don't go trying to needle into your man's life and try to be his therapist that i don't think is going to work the fix yourself it's just like losing weight you it has to come from you you somebody else can't make you lose weight you have to want to do it somebody else can't make you deal with your family or your or your history or whatever it is you have to deal with it so number 5 his expectations are too high. He expects you to be perfect all the time. And when you're not, he gets resentful and looks elsewhere. And the first thing I thought about when I read this, because this was, again, something that popped up in all of the different research that I did, was when a woman has a baby. It is the most vulnerable time for a woman in her relationship, for physical violence and for infidelity. Because he may have met you in a size two perfectly quaffed all the time, hair done, makeup done, always in a nice high heel and pregnancy, no matter how cute you're trying to be, eventually will will get on top of all of that cuteness, especially if you have a lot of morning sickness or if you're just, you know, you're not feeling yourself and you've also going to, you're going to put on weight, right? You're going to have issues and you're not going to be that sexual being. And it's so funny, I just immediately thought about that because there was a lot of that's one thing in research that kept on coming up, that that's the most vulnerable time for a man to cheat on his woman is while she is pregnant. And I also just kind of thought of two different men who kind of have these, who have that type of mentality and forgive me for the stereotypes, but I always imagine it's either that heavy set, not so great looking, but very financially successful guy who expects his woman to be like an accessory in his life. He's got a fancy car, he's got a fancy house, he needs a fancy wife and she needs to look perfect all the time. I also imagine the other guy who has this issue is that guy who himself is perfect. Like he doesn't have any body fat. He's always dressed to the nines. His hair is always cut. Like he gets his hair cut twice a week. And you're like, I, you, your hair's not even an inch long. But you know that guy, you know that guy, everything has to be perfect. He has to smell good. His friends are a certain way. He lives in the right neighborhood. He eats the right food. Everything is perfect. And he wants a partner who is exactly like that. And if for any reason you start to change, he will become resentful because he did not sign up for this girl. He signed up for the one that he originally met, the one that was in the club wearing the cute little outfit and didn't have any fat and didn't put on any weight and her hair was perfect and everything about her was perfect. Be careful of those guys. But that's also something that came up quite a bit. Sorry to stereotype, stereotype any of those men. I'm really sorry, but that's just what pops into my head, right? That's just what pops into my head. Anyways, number six. Now, this one's really interesting, ladies. This is where I think it's kind of 50-50. He is bored in the relationship. This is another possibility. He no longer finds excitement in the relationship. He goes looking for it somewhere else. Now, this is a situation where it can be a 50-50, where perhaps you start to take the other person for granted. You know, when you get into a long-term relationship, you have to keep courting each other. And if you stop doing that, if you stop seeking interest, if you let the fights and the resentment that builds up that happens over time take over the relationship, or if you just stop caring, if you stop dating, if you stop saying cute things, these are the things, these are the things that happen. These are the complaints that a lot of, I hear a lot of married men and women talking about and people in relationships as well. You don't even want to make out with each other anymore because you're just so bored of each other. You know exactly what they're going to say. You've heard every single one of their stories and you're looking for something new. And that is something new is easy and it's so exciting. You go to a dinner party, you sit down from somebody, they've got fresh stories. 
maybe they have an exciting life and they're doing things and they've got way more hobbies. And then consciously or unconsciously, you start to compare them to the partner that you have where you're like, well, she's not that exciting and she doesn't really do this. And he's not that exciting. I'm so tired of hearing his stories. And he just sits on the couch doing nothing and you're bored. Boredom is an opportunity for someone to come into your relationship. This is according to these all the information that I've compiled. So don't shoot the messenger. But it's something to keep on top of. Right. It's something to keep on top of. And I'll tell you something as a married, as a single person, it's one of my fears. It's like, yeah, that you'll get into this. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, when all the hoopla and all the hot sex dies down, this is when this is the relationship part. Right. So you got to work on that so you don't get bored of each other. And uh, another one. This is the last one. He mistakes love and lust. Many guys don't know the difference between love and lust, and it causes them to make poor decisions. Make sure that you get into a relationship that is based on love, trust, and mutual respect rather than just lust. Now, that is great advice, but I will admit that that is difficult to follow, especially when you're younger, because you don't quite know the difference. Only as you get older do you figure that out. But it's interesting that they put that on the list because it's like, yeah, this people, you know, it's kind of like when you hear people start saying that they love each other in the first two weeks of their relationship and everybody's giving them side eye like, really? That's lust, honey. That ain't love. That is lust. You are in lust with this person. You are in heavy, heavy like with this person. So this is what they're talking about. You have to know the difference. And if he doesn't know the difference, because, you know, I don't think men have as many conversations about relationships as women do. They don't sit down with each other while they're watching the game and talk about the difference between love and lust. You know, brother, let's sit down. Let's When the, when the game's on pause, let's sit down and just chit chit chat about uh, the difference between love and lust. I don't think guys do that. So just know all of these things. Just remember, they're not on you. Don't turn this into a, you know, don't into a situation where you're blaming yourself for something that had nothing to do with you in the first place. Know that this person that you, before you met them, they came with their own experiences, their own damage, their own hurt. And that whatever happens between the two of you is a, perhaps it's happening because of all the things that they came with, plus what you came with as well. But that is the most popular topic and I knew that I could not do this blog without touching on it so thank you so much for listening remember you can always leave comments or good or bad doesn't matter uh, at my twitter my twitter handle is Andrea M. Bain that's A-N-D-R-E-A-M-B-A-I-N or you can hit me up on my insta it's Miss Bain to you I-T-S-M-I-S-S-B-A-I-N the number two and you or you can email me at perennial.single.biatch at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you picked up a few tips. And go forth in love, folks. Go forth in love.